Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and today we're going to talk about fair, firm, and consistent in the way we deal with our employees and our staff. And I'm just going to kind of give you a review again. You probably, if you've been watching me for very long at all, you know that I own a machine shop. I'm sitting in this machine shop. You'll notice that there's a parts that we made. I'm sitting in our finished goods department. And we have about 60 employees right now. And for me, that's my sweet spot. That's the size of company that I've worked with. I, my previous company was a moving and storage company. It was between 50 and 75 employees. And it's just a great size for a company. Not that it's right for everyone, it's just right for me. Because if I had a company of 150, 500, 5,000, I wouldn't know everybody. It would be impossible, but I want to know all of my employees. We've just hired a few new people, so I'm getting to know them, know their names. I don't see them every day. And if I only had two or three uh, employees, you know, it's just a little too small for me to delegate and to be uh, create systems and operating systems, but that's just me. And it might be different for you. But no matter how many employees or staff members you have, you're going to have to come up with what I think those three words, fair, firm, and consistent. And let's talk about them one-on-one. -on -one. So let's talk about fair, uh, uh, fair uh, as number one. Uh, you know, the more people you have, the more it's going to be challenging. You must create systems that would, would create fairness. Uh, your pay reviews are going to need to be fair. Uh, we consider and ask our employees to keep their personal pay private, not share it with others, that it should be between them and us, the company. But realistically, that's going to get out, and that's not going to be that private. And so I've made the statement many times on pay and the levels of pay that, yes, they should be held private. But if the news got out, if it became public what we're paying different individuals compared to the others, that I would have a good defense. This is why we're paying. We've just recently gone through a new procedure and, and improved on it that when we have a review, and I don't make the reviews, two other people do uh, together with each one of the employees, that their direct supervisors make that. I give guidelines on where and how that much range of pay increases could be made, but they go through a good evaluation. So it's not just here's your raise, here's your paycheck, but they understand after that meeting where they could have maybe done better, have come up with more ideas, what they could do better next time to even get a better raise if it would be possible. You know, if you have only one child at home, I always kind of joke with the single child families, and I'm not knocking it here, but they really haven't experienced some of being a family until you have two, three, four, five, six kids, and you have to work with what's fair because Johnny's going to make sure that Jane didn't get more of something than he got. And and Joe is going to be, these are names of kids possibly, uh, is going to be very upset because Johnny got something more than he did. So you're going to have to work out that element of fair if you want to be a good parent, I guarantee. Let's talk about firm. Well, firm is something that doesn't have to be rude, doesn't have to be cruel, doesn't have to be demoralizing, can be very, very respectful to our individual and at different levels of respect always respectful but different levels of firmness so let's say you have a company-wide rule let's say that it's something like uh, wearing your safety glasses now I don't have safety glasses on here the rest of the company would we're in an area that doesn't require that 
uh, but the rest of the company requires safety glasses. And so if we had someone that was walking through the shop in that most of the area or was working at their machine and, and you know, they didn't have their glasses on or they had them tipped up so they weren't protecting their eyes, we have to make that clear that's not, it's not acceptable. So it would be very expected by my management and even some of the fellow workers to say, hey, don't you know our policy is to wear safety glasses so you don't get hurt, don't get dust in your eyes. One of our leading injury causes is dirt in the eyes. You must wear your safety glasses. And so that person could have forgotten. I give them the benefit, but they're constantly forgetting and I'm constantly reminding them or somebody is constantly reminding them, we're gonna ramp it up and say, we're gonna get a little firm and it's gonna be something like this. Bob, we've talked to you about always wearing your safety glasses. Bob, is there anything you misunderstand about the need for that? Are you challenging our authority? We're going to put the pressure back on them. It's not a question of safety glasses anymore. It's a question of challenging our authority, challenging our safety policy, challenging who we are. We're going to ramp it up to be more firm. But after a while, if they keep messing with us, we're going to say, we prefer this method for people to think about it rather than fire them immediately because this isn't really a fireable incident to be honest but it's something that has to be made we have to make a point we would probably go to the level and say you know we've been trying to to emphasize the importance of this and I don't think you're getting it why don't you go clock off and take the rest of the day off with no pay because I can't have you here being unsafe and they clock off. Now they have something to go home and think about. They're not working. Maybe this is getting more critical. And we don't want to create this looseness that once we let one worker not wear their safety glasses, and there are many other examples, then the rest of everybody says, hey, we don't have to wear our safety glasses because we want to be uh, uh, fair, and some people do and some people don't. That's not where we're going. Firm. Let's talk about consistent. Nobody wants to work for somebody or in an environment that one day they have to walk on, on what we call eggshells. Oh, be real careful because the boss had a bad day today. He, the, the manager is really, really being, uh, really being a jerk today. He's really causing a lot of problems. And the next day everything's just fine. That's inconsistent. We live in a world that we have enough personal inconsistencies that pop up into our life that we want to have at work as consistent and as predictable as we possibly can have. And so there's all kinds of elements of that. If we're going to be consistent, we're going to deal with things consistently. We're going to be as fair as we can have. We're going to be as firm as we have can be, but we're going to also be consistent. We make a video. We have a video to everyone to say we're consistently honoring you, respectful to you. We're consistently going to be respectful no matter of your personal religion, no matter of your personal preferences. There's nobody that's a great friend that's going to get special privileges. All of this works together, and if you can master these things, you're on the road to having a wonderful company that can be profitable and be a success. Please uh, share these videos, if you would, these audio teachings. We appreciate being, you being a part of this. Thank you.